0: Evening. Evening from me and Mr. Steady Senor Grip. I don't know if you saw this, but there's this image that I saw that I just can't get out of my mind. And it was an image of four, I don't know, or five medical personnel who were getting ready to enter the hospital to begin their shift. But before they did, they all kneeled to pray that you would watch over them, guard them from the virus that was harming, killing those just beyond the automatic sliding doors. They were looking to you. But, But what I saw were individuals of flesh and spirit gathering to create a spiritual hotspot they are reaching inside and asking spirit to take a rest, to seep out beyond the flesh walls and meet with the other spirits of their co-workers and form spiritual steel, bringing their energy so close together they may fuse, their atomic structure so dense that they would be rendered impervious to the killing virus they were about to do battle with. I bring this up not to remo- remove you from or, or them from you. It is to show that, well, let you, that your creatures have a respect for and a belief in the invisible. There is so much in this world that goes on without our knowledge. With faith, like those medical workers, in the invisible, we have the power to summon forth. So many of the religious holidays celebrate as a belief in the invisible. Passover, Easter is upon us. Passover, I mean, Passover, is it true? I mean, did the Jewish people actually have an exodus? Doubters claim that Egyptians, who were avid accountants, left no accounts of a Jewish exodus. I mean, the story of exodus is just that. A story written as fiction in Babylonian captivity. Again, we weren't there. Even if the National Enquirer interviewed a man named Shloymi Tuk, who said he was there. We have to believe in what we don't know. Just like the tree falling and making a crashing sound, but no one is there to hear it. The virus cannot be seen, it too is invisible, and the coronavirus too has its powers. The invisible is again, as in your design, exists to balance out the visible as darkness balances out light and greed balances generosity. You claim neither one or the other, but believe in the right for these opposing forces to have a place in your game, to be a player on the board. The invisible scares me, scares the shit out of me. I mean, the splitting of the atom, something so infinitesimally small could destroy large sections of our planet and kill millions of people. The invisible is killing right now, throughout the world. Casper, the friendly ghost, mm-hmm. he's invisible. They say he's a friendly spirit, not a holy one. And this pudgy boy who will never experience acne is not to be feared. But are you? I mean, reading what you can do, what you did do, is documented in the Old Testament. It is difficult to not fear you. To some degree, I mean, don't piss me off, seems to be a pretty clear message. Perhaps demonstrating your power was sure a keen way to make your creatures know without confusion that I may be invisible, but don't fuck with me. Your flesh, your bones could be gone up and smoke in an instant. But don't worry, everything's cool. I'm here for you. Excuse me while I smite Aaron for making an unholy offering. Now, where was I? Look, don't get upset. Please, I'm just making conversation, but it's mm, sets a hint, just a, just a little hint of ego going on here. The first commandment. I mean, of all the commandments he could have chosen as the first one, You pick, thou shalt have no other god besides me. Now, maybe you put all the commandments in a heavenly hand and simply picked one, but I don't think so. Thou shalt have no other god besides me is a very clear, very concise commandment. Spice was, dare I say, a sprinkling of ego and a dash of, don't cross me, mofo. That's what my spiritual palate detects. Maybe yours is different. Speaking of matzah, or who you call it, cracker. With Passover upon us and a present day plague around us, I had recently learned from a learned Rebbe friend of mine that the reason that leavened bread was never to be given as an offering in ancient times is because the leavening was a sign of ego. Leavening gave the bread a greater flavor, and the flesh does desire flavor, but not the spirit that we were at the time, ancient times, offering up to you, you who are spirit you the invisible one. I mean, you didn't ask for, you know, a schmear of some sort, some cream cheese, some cream cheese and onions, some cream cheese, onions and lox. And I shouldn't be thinking about it. It's night now and I shouldn't be wanting to have a snack. I'm gonna to go to bed and I'm gonna to want to gain weight. Anyway, anyway, the fact is, and I, I again, I can't help but think that an itsy bitsy part of you enjoys a dash of ego. I better shit up before some smiting goes on. You know, there's much I don't know, or ever will know. And so much of that unknown lives in the realm of the invisible. Here we are today in the middle of this pandemic. Science illuminates the invisible as with medicine and does battle with the invisible. We battle with you, don't we? I mean, hero, God, struggler. We are encouraged to struggle. If you look at my room, you might have seen that there's a song that I keep by my desk. It speaks of you saying, love me, hate me. But if you simply just exist, if you are indifferent to the wonders of being alive, that I created you in vain. Feel joy for my work. Despise the game I've devised. Heck, feel both. Enjoy the struggle. There are many right now as I sit here on the stool in the corner, there are those in hospital beds, beds at home, on beds of earth and tattered clothing, homeless who are struggling to remain and hope or pray that may be able to enjoy Maybe they'll be able to enjoy the struggle of joy and sorrow, love and hate again. They are not indifferent. They want to be able to continue being a player on your board. Like those who prayed before going to work, they too, as individuals, many line, unable to have loved ones beside them. They struggle to create their own individual spiritual hotspot. Around the holidays, I always think of my mom and dad. And I was thinking about my mom just now. And she always says that about Passover, that may it pass over quickly. For her, <laughs> the labor she put into getting the house ready for Passover, changing the curtains, getting down the Passover things, cleaning up all the eleven products in the house, cooking, well, that could have been a reason why she said, may it pass over quickly. Today though, as this virus passes over us, creating its own darkness. My mom's words are spoken by us all. May it pass over quickly. All right, I know. I have been the most fun person tonight. I apologize if my chat has been more sober than South Morag. Okay, okay. Here's a joke for you. Maybe two. A Jewish man took his Passover lunch to eat outside in the park. And he sat down on a bench and began eating. And since Jews don't eat leavened bread during the eight-day holiday, he was eating matzo. Flat, crunchy, unleavened bread that has dozens of perforations. A little later, a blind man came by and sat down next to him. Feeling, you know, neighborly, the Jewish man passed a sheet of matzah to the blind man. The blind man handled the matzah for a few minutes, looked puzzled and finally exclaimed, "Who wrote this nonsense?" Hey, speaking of nonsense, here's another one. At our Seder, we had whole wheat and bran matzah, fortified with Metamucil. The branding, of course, is Let My People Go. <laughs> uh, well, it's getting time for me to go. And I was thinking, I the to sing to you, and there's a song that we sing in the temple, Ose Shalom, and it's really a, a song of fortitude, prosperity. I don't know, for me, it's a happy song. And if you don't mind, I'm, I'm going to sing it a cappella. Say shall be
1: bravav,
0: uyah, say Shalom be rovav, uya se shalom
1: aleinu,
0: v'yako Yisrael, v'imru, v'imru, amen. Hasey Shalom Yassin Shalom, Shalom aleinu, V'alcol Yisrael. Yassin Shalom, Yassin Shalom, Shalom aleinu, V'alcol Yisrael. Yahase Shalom, Yassin Shalom, Shalom aleinu, V'alcol Yahase Shalom, Shalom, well, I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed and dream. Hmm. Dreams. Another force that is invisible. And without the invisible power of dreams, we'd all go insane. I think we'd all go insane without you. Anyway, Night God.
1: Rest.